Brothers Through Time, Triassic Troubles. Chapter 2 As soon as the door closed, the room vanished, and the boys found themselves in a completely different place. The air was thick with the scent of unfamiliar flora, and the ground was covered in prehistoric plants. The boys looked around in disbelief, their eyes wide with wonder and confusion. Landon spoke first. Whoa, what just happened? Where are we? This place looks like something out of a dinosaur movie. Eli's eyes were wide with excitement. This is so cool. We must have traveled through time. Mason was more cautious. I think we need to focus on getting back home. This place looks dangerous and we have no idea how we got here or how we're going to get back. As they looked around, they spotted a Lystrosaurus grazing nearby. It was a strange-looking animal with a long snout, short legs, and a thick, bristly coat. The boys couldn't believe what they were seeing. They were standing face to face with a creature that had been extinct for millions of years. Landon was amazed. Look at that thing. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Do you think it's dangerous? I don't think so. It's just eating plants. We should be safe as long as we don't bother it. I think that's a Lystrosaurus. Uh, this doesn't make any sense, though. The Lystrosaurus lived 250 million years ago and definitely nowhere near the United States. If I'm right, though, it means that we might actually be in luck. Back in the Triassic era, there weren't many predators for these guys to worry about. The boys decided to stay put for a moment, to observe the creature and make sure they were safe. As they watched, they noticed that the sky was starting to darken. It looked like a storm was coming. Mason looked around. We need to find shelter before the storm hits. Otherwise, we're going to end up lost, wet, and cold. Let's look for a cave or something we can hide in. They searched around, and after a few minutes, they found a small cave. It was just big enough for the three of them to fit inside. They made themselves comfortable and settled in to wait out the storm. As the rain started to pour down outside, the boys huddled together in the cave, talking about what they had just experienced. Landon couldn't contain his excitement Guys, this is insane. We're in the Triassic era. This is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to us. Mason, how are we going to get some food around here? If I remember right, most of life in this time period was spiders, scorpions, millipedes, centipedes, and grasshoppers. That doesn't sound too appetizing right now, though. There is no way I'm eating giant, disgusting bugs. Maybe we can find some fish. I don't know, guys. I'm starting to worry. What if we can't get back? What if we're stuck here forever? Eli questioned. Mason put a comforting hand on Eli's shoulder. We'll find a way back. We just need to stay calm and work together. We can do this. As the storm raged on outside, the boys tried to get some rest, knowing that they would need all their strength for whatever lay ahead. The boys awoke to the sound of their stomachs growling. They had been so focused on survival that they hadn't thought to scavenge for food. As they exited the cave, the dense forest surrounded them. Landon was the first to speak up. We need to find some food, and quick. What are the odds there are some fruit snacks or applesauce packets around here? Let's start walking in a straight line and see what we come across. As they walked, they noticed that the trees were unlike any they had seen before. They towered over them and had a peculiar shape to their leaves. Suddenly, a rustling noise caught their attention. The boys froze, listening intently. Then, out of the dense brush, a Creostega emerged. It was a huge, lumbering creature with thick, scaly skin and a sharp horn on its head. 
run! yelled Mason, and the boys sprinted through the forest with the Creostega in hot pursuit. They ducked and weaved between the trees, narrowly avoiding the beast's snapping jaws. The boys were running as fast as they could, their hearts pounding in their chests. They could hear the heavy footsteps of the Creostega chasing them, and they knew they had to keep moving if they wanted to survive. They had to put as much distance between themselves and the predator as possible. Just as they were gaining some distance, a tree suddenly crashed down in front of them. Mason was unable to avoid it in time and was trapped underneath the massive trunk. Landon immediately sprang into action, rushing to his brother's aid. With adrenaline pumping through his veins, he summoned all his strength, but Mason still couldn't pull his leg free. Just then, Eli arrived from behind, and without saying a word, propped the limb on his back and pushed up with all his might. They managed to lift the tree just enough for Mason to wriggle free. Just as the Cryostega snapped the in half with its powerful jaw, Mason was shaken, but unharmed, and grateful to his brothers for saving him. They hugged each other tightly before continuing on their journey through the forest. As the Cryostega's loud roars drew closer, the boy's adrenaline kicked in, and they dashed towards the nearest tree. The bark was rough and jagged, making it difficult to climb. Landon was the first to make it up, but he struggled to hold on as the trunk shook from the weight of the chasing dinosaur. Mason was next, but his hands were slick with sweat, making it hard to grip the branches. He slipped and almost fell, but was caught by Landon's strong grip. Together, they pulled Eli up to safety, but the Creostega was already at the base of the tree, snapping its jaws and clawing at the trunk. The tree creaked at the weight of its 15-foot-long body. The boys huddled together on a sturdy branch, watching as the Creostega circled the tree, waiting for them to make a move. Mason's heart was racing, and his breaths came in short gasps as he searched for a way out of their predicament. It was then that he noticed a long, thick branch jutting out from the tree's trunk, precariously positioned over the Creostega's head. Mason's eyes widened as he realized what he needed to do. He motioned to Landon, who quickly caught on and began to shimmy down the trunk. As the Creostega snapped its jaws, Landon took a running leap and grabbed hold of the branch. With all his might, Landon pulled down on the branch, causing it to snap off the tree and fall directly on the Creostega's head. The dinosaur was stunned for a moment, giving the boys enough time to climb higher into the tree. They finally found a sturdy branch and collapsed onto it, panting and shaking from the adrenaline rush. They took a moment to catch their breath and calm their nerves before examining their surroundings. The branches above them were thick with foliage, which shielded them from the sun's intense heat. Just then, something thumped Eli on top of the head. This concludes Chapter 2 of Brothers Through Time, Triassic Troubles.